Shut up, I love it. The future, the polar ice caps have melted, covering the earth with podcasts. Those who listen have adapted to a new world. Shut up, I love it. I am the son of Zeus, Joe Cabello. And I am the daughter of... uh, Meg. Meg? Daughter of Meg, uh, Sasha Filer. And this is... Shut up, I love it. We can't remember our Greek gods, but what we do know is that this indeed is a podcast where we invite a special guest to guest to with a T what, to what, talk about I didn't that's what I assumed. What did, what did you <laughs> to think? talk about something underrated, underappreciated, and guess what? They love that thing so much. Did I save myself? Did I save my bit? Yeah. Yes. Kind of. That was a bit, yeah. I think we're off bit. to a great start. It, we're off to a great start. We're killing <laughs> it, uh, and we're getting to the part of the episode where we introduce. Do you the remember guests. how to do this show? It's no. been a couple weeks. No. But do you Joe. remember that we do a show? Yeah, that's all I know is that I'm here to do this podcast, but I don't know how it works. Joe, help me. Tell me who is with us in this studio today. Oh, we've got a great guest. We've got a producer, podcaster, and writer. You can check out his young adult books, The Happenstances series, or the horror anthology he edits called Horror from the High Dive. Anywhere where books are sold, I would know that one a little bit. Um, Peter Harmon. Hello, and I am Poseidon's uncle. There so, we go. Um, great. Welcome. Jumping on that bit from earlier. Thank you. What's for up, guys? Up Thank ball. you for having me. Oh, this is awesome. It's great to see you. Uh, we talked off air just to give people a little bit of behind the scenes. It's been a while Please. since we've seen each other because um, we would often work together on things like horror from the high dive. Yeah, Joe has some really cool stories in uh, both anthologies, right? Yeah, let's go pick it up, guys. We'll know. We'll go check the the stats we'll we'll call these people say hey did we turn some books yes hey hey i love horror i'm gonna go and buy it now at the bookstore near me please do hey i'm back and, we're back. <laughs> and i see you have your copies well it's great to see you peter but uh you know i don't care about you i care about what you love no i know i know yeah so what, do you what do you love? What are you here dude? to talk about? I'm here to talk about the 1995 released movie Waterworld, starring Kevin Costner. Mm. Amazing. One of the greatest Kevins out there. So um, a log <laughs> line of this movie is that, as you already set up, uh, it's the near future, I guess, and the polar ice caps have melted, and um, people are living in a... The, the survivors are living in a world... Of water. Oh, yeah. A hence water the, world. Hence the, wor- the water world title. One word. Our uh, sort of our hero is um, the Mariner, played by Kevin Costner. Um, we open on him drinking his own pee, which is a very strong way yeah, to begin okay. a movie. Yeah, that's, that is the answer to the movie and the question of this podcast. But uh, I want to ask you because this was a, a pretty big budget movie it was yeah. kevin costner one of the greatest kevins thank you um but what category of shut up i love it does this belong into what do you what are you thinking here this is um i mean i legitimately love it and i think it's a uh, past scorned movie does Ooh, that that's a new is one. that a category yeah I that love is it. now past scorned one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so past scorned, uh, develop, uh, go into that a little bit more. What do you mean by that? Okay, so the movie came out when I was like nine years old. It came out in 95. I did see it in the theater, so I didn't, but when I was watching it, I didn't know about the behind the scenes troubles. I didn't know about the uh, purported flop at the box office, the critics' reviews. I just mm. remember 
being engaged uh, and just being sucked into a world of water and watching some <laughs> some great action heroes, villains, etc. Are you a Way of Water fan? Just side note. You know that's interesting. That may come into play uh, in the in the rating system. Oh. Wow! Great tease. Uh, yeah, it's I a have, good tease. I have listened to the podcast, so I do know a little bit of how things work. Um, but maybe we'll get to that later. I, I yeah, say I it. have controversial opinions. I feel like about this movie and about that movie. <gasps> I, well, controversy is what we're, we're here for. We're teasing a lot. So, but, and I want to, there's a lot of meat on this bone. Yeah. And that's bone, not boner. Mm. Just like you said, guest, not guess. But I Sasha, guess. what's your familiarity with the water world? None until a couple of days ago. <laughs> oh, wow. I heard we the name, but happens. I didn't know. Yeah, but I didn't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't pursue. I didn't pursue. Okay. Well, on the what one hand, uh, maybe sorry, but on the other hand, maybe you're welcome. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. Later. Again, yeah. tease, tease, tease. Joe, what about you? How familiar are you uh, with the Yeah, classic. Boner? I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you say it. <laughs> the boner of, uh, of the Kevin boner. Costner, one of the greatest Kevins in the, the Mariner's first boner. opening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think similar to Peter, I uh, saw it when I was a kid, I think in theaters, and... You know, it was always just one of those movies that was part of your childhood, and then you grow up and you hear, you know, more opinions on it. Kind of the, especially in the internet age, you hear people talk about it uh, in a certain way. Um, but yeah, I I remember this being kind of. I remember going to the toy store and having the action figures. Uh, not yes. Toy Story. Yeah, Tolstoy. I said. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Um, Toast the Mariner, the Mariner was in Toy Story. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be uh, beefing so with Buzz. You did this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking over there, Mariner? That's <laughs> uh, my own piss. <laughs> um, so yeah, for some context, this was uh, 1995. It came out in July, almost 28 years ago to the date of this recording. Not to date y'all's. Um, recording like that whenever it comes yeah, out how but dare you. It, it was a it was a summer <laughs> movie baby and i feel uh it epitomizes summer in a way there's jet skis Ooh. there's um partying to a certain extent mm-hmm. there's uh having some seafood when he eats the big sea monster so a lot of summer touch tones summer's kind of a <laughs> a theme in my life that i that i love so definitely a summer movie there's people the living great. the life. Yeah, they, they're like sunny skies all the time. I can dip any time in the water. No mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. just survival. Which no SPF I, needed either. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> no, everyone's got exist. good like so. tans going on. You know. Yeah. I do have a little bit of like this behind the scenes research, so just mm. cut me off whenever I'm being boring. But um, well, can I just oh piss drinking? Yes, yes. Um, because to me, like, watching the movie, it's been a... I think I maybe watched it ten years ago, Rewatched it, and uh, enjoyed it. I don't want to go too heavily into any of my thoughts on the movie. But watching it this time, it's incredibly clear why people don't like it and it's considered, you know, a really bad movie. And I think... Like you said, it opens on the main character drinking their own piss and then gargling it. Like, and, and also spitting pants. it into a plant as well. Yeah, and then he sells a woman who's not his. Even though, like, there's a, he's a Hold bad on. guy and he sucks. He is a... Well, does he... Uh, yeah, he does sell her momentarily. Yeah, uh, just because he takes it back doesn't mean yeah. he was like, you know what? Fuck he you. certainly... Yeah. He read the magazine. He's like, "This isn't what I wanted." So I guess you can't fuck her. <laughs> like, what a that bad is guy. true. I was um, I was watching this movie with my wife. Shout out to my wife. And, Shout out. Um, I was like, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, usually in one of these kind of movies, like he kind of comes like this sort of antihero would kind of come around and like be nice to his lady friend and the child that they're trying to save but he's fully very mean to them 
for most of the movie. Like, and in I, a really bad way. The way yeah. he's mean to them is bad. It's bad. It's bad. Which you know, he gets some redemption at the end. Maybe he uh, d- he does. He c- he does come around. I think like after that. He comes around when he tries to sell her. That's like his breaking point. But he still yeah. does that, and he still tries to kill the little girl twice. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Which he, he's only yeah. I mean, so does a lot of other people, but certainly he shouldn't. <laughs> he's our hero. Yeah, he's our protagonist. Yeah. Um. So. so this movie you talked about. I think you said it was really expensive, right? Adjust. Mm-hmm. So. When it came out, it cost $172 million, which was way over budget, way over time. Um, And for inflation, it would be about $330 million today. And it's, according to Wikipedia, which they're always right, it's currently still the 18th most expensive film ever made, currently. Wow. And not adjusted for inflation? That number? You, well, adjusted for inflation, yeah. So, like... That, that makes mean? it no. worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wild. And it shows. You know, when you watch something like Gray Man, and they're like, this is $130 million, you're like, where? Yeah, Gray Sorry, Man. Sorry, Gray Man fans. But then you watch this movie, and you're like, okay, however you guys pulled this off, you spent a lot of money to do it. Yeah, so you also mentioned the weather, which, yes, they caught those bright, sunny days on camera, but behind the scenes, weather was messing them up. Um, They wanted to film everything at sea, right? So they could just have these vistas of nothing. They were like, we're not doing that water tank BS, right? And then um, they ended up having to do a water tank (laughs) for a a lot of it. yeah, so there was all types of issues. Another funny thing that I just learned today, which again, nine-year-old me knows none of this, knows, but Joss Whedon did an yes. uncredited pass on Can the script. Can I say something about that? F- yeah, please. According to him, uh, I don't know if it's public, but according to him, it was the dark one of the darkest times in his life. Friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's how hard it was for him to work on that. On when did he? Play. When did he say that? Like a couple of years that, ago. And that's and that's and that's a good question. And that's <laughs> or was it very, like, if it was very recently, that'd be kind of interesting. And but and that's and that's a good question. <laughs> yes. The world may never know. Um, wow. So it's got a lineage to it. Now, like, do you think do and do you think it's a cool movie though? And let me know Look, if you need clarification. What is about that? It. Yeah. What does that mean? Look, I, I've got a bad opinion about this movie because you're like, oh, rewatching it now, I can tell that it's bad and stuff like that. And I'm, I, I watched it last night, and I'm like, this still rules to me. Well, no, I didn't. That, I didn't say that. I didn't say it was bad. I say it's obvious why oh, okay. it's yeah, yeah, considered yeah. bad and uh, is not favorable because it has these. You know, the guy drinking his own piss, he's a bad guy, and we don't get a happy ending at all. It's It's just such a classic story of, like, a bunch of men uh, writing a screenplay where the main guy is such a dick, but the woman, and and the child, right? Like, both, they're like, but, like, he deserves our love. Like, we are nothing uh, without his love. And they beg for him to stay at the end. But right. He's too and cool he's like, for school. And he yeah. fucking leaves nah. at the end. He wins. The, the ocean is calling. The ocean is calling. His gills are jittering, like mm-hmm. a flat fluttering. He has to go. Spoiler. He's got. Yeah. It's, it's land sickness, you know, classic land sickness. Guaranteed, he stays. That Rotten Tomato score is up 20%. Oh wow! I didn't even check the Rotten Tomato score. Not to put you it on the spot, but forty-six. Yeah, it's like forty-six, wow. forty something like that. Um, but there's just those obvious things. But to me, also, I really like the movie. I think it is good, even despite like any shortcomings or even narrative choices that just feel a little like on paper that wouldn't shouldn't work. Um, but it's not 
cool looking, meaning like I don't think the <laughs> Mariner looks cool. I don't want his action figure. And like it's so dirty that the production design is amazing, but at the same time, it's not Star Wars cool. And there's nothing mm. that really hits you in a Star Wars cool yeah. way to me. And his, I think that does do something to it. His ship looks like the bric-a-brac section of the thrift store. <laughs> which, which that's kind of my aesthetic. I do like that. Um, and then, yeah, he's got, like, strange tights on, and he wears the uh, ski boots that he finds, and he wears ski goggles. at the, During, like, his pivotal cool guy, cool guy moment at the end when he's about to take on the Deacon, he's just wearing his ski boots. He's wearing snowboard goggles. He's got a spear gun. He's ready to rock. <laughs> You know, it looks like a, a, no pun intended, watered-down Mad Max. Yes, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what right. I was... It's like it's like reverse Mad Max. <laughs> reverse osmosis? <laughs> Another pun for you. Yes. All of them. <laughs> like, um, they're, they're all going... Like, in Fury Road, they're all, they're all going nuts when Joe releases the water. In Waterworld, they can't get enough water. Too much water. Yeah, and they're like dirt. Do not get addicted to dirt. <laughs> yeah, they love dirt. It's the opposite. This is true. Maybe. maybe Do people doesn't. like love Kevin Costner in general? Like back in it, like did they love him back then? Mm-hmm. Or did they lo- like I just have like little connection to his, I, like the idea of Kevin Costner. I know like the Dancing with the Wolves or whatever. He and- was it. Yeah, he was definitely like the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I had, I, I just, I had no context for Kevin Costner when I saw this movie. Just, and you even, were just nothing. You had no memories, and this is the first time your you were such an empty when vessel. I came online, yeah, for sure. I didn't came know online. other people know existed. Seen, I didn't. I don't know that I've seen many Kevin Costner movies besides this one. Like to me, this is Kevin Costner. Wow. Like, what it else is, is he deep. in? Uh, the uh, Field of Dreams, The Postman, which he directed. Hmm. I know it's like so sad. I've seen I've I've seen Waterworld probably ten times, and I've never seen Field of Dreams. Like that's that's bad. That's bad of me yeah, to do. That's probably <laughs> around me as well. Is that same thing? But uh, yeah, he wasn't like huge to me, but historically he was huge. Yeah, mm. for like, sure. For sure. It, you definitely knew he was like the guy, and then he kind of fell out a little bit, as people do. But he's back with Yellowstone and uh, uh, and his divorce, right? Superman, I think huge. I I know little about it, but we just saw Jay's mom, who has a big crush on uh, Kevin Costner, and uh, we stayed at her at her place, my mother-in-law, and she was all asking Jay like if he has any hot goss on Kevin Costner because she's like he's <laughs> so hot. So <laughs> he's don't know. Back. He's back. Yeah, he's back, baby, at least for Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Shout out. Um, so, okay, so you've seen it at least ten times. Now, Rough estimate, ba- yeah. Yeah, but do you come back to it, like, every few years when you feel like it's been a while? Or was it, like, a cluster in the beginning? I feel, oh, like, I feel like I could mark, like, my growing up, like, nine years old theater, like... 12 VHS you know like at some point it was on I think Netflix or something Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like every platform yeah Yeah. I feel like I've watched it on every platform it's been there every every step along the way of my life you know what a formative (laughs) movie for you I feel like we all have at least one movie like that where it's just you just stay like you just take it with you and obviously this might be literally that movie for me like I don't I don't I, I didn't see this. I didn't see Star Wars until a little later in life than most people. Um, I obviously have never seen Field of Dreams. Um, and even the Indiana Joneses came a little bit later for me. But for whatever reason, I, I think it was a perfect storm of like I had to no tag along intended. with my brother to to go to this movie, and my parents were like, ah, it's probably fine. He can just watch this one. Mm. Were they right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still mm-hmm. talking about it today, many years later as a <laughs> weird adult. So, yeah, that was going to be my question is like, is this the movie? Because obviously you love it, and but that you might, your top movie could be Goonies. And it's like, yeah, everybody loves that. There's no dissent to that. But 
sounds like uh, this is it, which is really exciting. Like one of my kid, like, yeah. Well, and for context, on my Letterboxd, right, mm. your, your four favorites, um, uh, my uh, Waterworld is one of them. Okay. Mean Girls. Uh, the Rules of Attraction. And then the movie adaptation, the, the Charlie Kaufman movie. Oh, so that kind of gives you a little bit of my different zones. All those so could be titles for Waterworld. Alt titles. Mean girls. <laughs> mean girls. Because they're really mean. Those girls are mean to our guy. Adaptation. How do you adapt to so much water? To water, yeah, from going to land to water. And then whatever well, the other adapted one was, with his is also good. Um, the rules of attraction it, between the rules of attraction uh, because uh, the rules perfect. of attraction are, hey, I don't fuck you for pay or for trade. I fuck you when you want to fuck me. Sure, I, I was wondering if he had evolved <laughs> to be sort of like on the a, poster. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if he had he became evolved to be sort of like a a merman, like, and so he was more smooth and fish like, and like that's why he didn't want to get down with her initially right like he has some junk that isn't you think he's got like a thorny penis possibly i mean i wasn't thinking that i was thinking just like ken doll topical ken doll smooth maybe yeah like a bump just a bump i could see him carrying the eggs he's like yeah or or like getting your eggs and right or he has to ejaculate the eggs and then she has to do something with them outside yeah and she's not ready for that uh, oh, that's a big commitment. Yeah. Well, so I was also yeah. I was also talking to my wife last night about like I was like, is this also like a metaphor for fatherhood? You know, like he's mm. this he's a single guy drinking his own piss. Like he has a cool <laughs> boat that he's always on. He's fishing, doing his own thing. Then he meets a lady. They have a kid, and like the kid is messing up all his stuff. Like still, this makes him a bad guy. But that's then funny. at the end, he like. You know, well, not, not at the end. At the end, he's an absent father when yeah. he leaves. He went to get a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, for, for he leaves at the worst time of, when he's like, "You guys love time, me." Yeah, you guys love me. I'm out of here. But for a short period of time, he has that. He like is very fatherly by um, going and exploding a, a, a boat, I guess. But uh, yeah, you know. So I had that reading of it for like, like the it. first time. Then, in this context, who is the pedo? Who is trying to the boat? Oh, the 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 paper guy. Yeah, the guy yeah, who has the, the paper. paper. I mean, that's, that's a very that's... gentle way. This is the paper guy. The paper man. Oh, <laughs> that was his most. <laughs> the paper man. <laughs> I always get to audition. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I get uh, you know calls for casting, casting calls, I always I'm always the paper man. <laughs> uh, he is. <laughs> he's like the struggles in life that uh, you come up against, I guess. He's, a He's trying for that. really hard. That actor is trying so hard. I mean, true. As a little kid, I was like, "That's Robin Williams right there." <laughs> He's Robin Williams is going off. He's doing. Yeah, that guy. I mean, <laughs> shout out to him. Like when he steps away and like starts talking to himself inside the shack and stuff. It reminds me a lot of the um, "Give Me the Cash" guy from. Uh, oh God, am I going to forget the name? Uh, Fifth Element. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a guy who tries to rob Bruce Willis and goes. Hey, give me the cash, man. <laughs> He's just yeah. like acting. Does you don't it? see guys do that. But I respect, you know, the, all the craft and the rehearsals they put into that. It's just you yeah. shows, but hey. Doesn't he look kind of like as Costner? Doesn't he kind of look like Robin Williams in um, Hook when he when he finally puts Maybe? on the Peter Pan stuff? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> that's bit, what, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> anyway, Many people yeah. Do I, I'm sorry, like. You know, Robin Williams, as talented as he was, like he looks like many people to me. Hey, I got these little papers. Let me get you. Oh, what do you, what do you get these in the paper? Oh, I want to have sex with the child. Ooh, yeah. Just the that was the worst uh, everything. It was the worst period, but it was one of the most half-hearted Robin Williams impressions. But I will come back stronger later. But if you have Casey compliments Affleck. for Joe, send them. Send them. Send them his uh, yeah. way. Please don't. Clip that was good. That, that was kind of like. Like the genie, like uh, <laughs> the genie yeah, in one of doing one of his bits for Aladdin. It, the, yeah. Minus any jokes or well-written <laughs> parts to it. 
Or even performance. Yeah, well. yeah. I, I, I mean, it felt like it was coming out at ten percent, but anyways. So, uh, like, I think there's a lot to this movie that's great. What's kind of like? Do you latch on to the characters, the aesthetic, the Man. sexual awakening that it has obviously occurred? In oh here? yeah. And who was your sexual <laughs> awakening directed at? Let's put it this way. Uh, and we know what cost? not to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, uh, yeah, uh, definitely all the um, adults. Um, <laughs> it's actually oh, weirder meant- for you to even <laughs> vocalize that. <laughs> so just a tip for the future. I There were so many people on the plate that when I asked that question, there literally could be any of the bad guys. Um, the bad guys, I, you know, I, they were... They were nasty and grungy. I, I, they were bad, right? Like, I, uh, I knew they, they just epitomized evil, and you can tell because they're smoking cigarettes. So you know, Can't be as, good. as smokers, a young kid, literally I was like, smokers. I was like, these people are bad. Like, look, look there, and they're eating spam or smeat, as uh, it's called in this movie. Mm. And, and spam um, probably refused to be the product placement for that. For sure. Uh, the one I would fuck is the Jack Black. Jack Black is in this movie. A young, yeah, very a young Jack Black. Very hard to find, but he is in there. I um, I also thought that all the smokers upon this watching, they all look like Post Malone in some way. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Post Malone's Raising Canes, great restaurant. <laughs> the thing with the smokers is they're having a blast. Like when you look at the the little like. Uh, raft city everybody's pretty miserable and whatever the smokers are having fun all the time when their boss is like hey drive me down start my car everyone's like yeah fuck yeah and like they're partying the whole time it reminds me of the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie where the foot clan has their hangout they're all like yeah all those teens yeah Yeah. you're so right i think shredder even drives a car through that hideout or something (laughs) which would be awesome. I'd love to see Shredder's car and buy that toy. Uh, but um, yeah, I envy them. The guy, like uh, the Deacon's right hand man with the long hair, didn't he look like uh, Sabretooth from a, the early mm. X Men movie? He did. That hair I was, was like, on point. I was like, they got Sabretooth in here too. <laughs> Sabretooth survived. And how did your nine year old brain, both of you, uh, feel about the female lead um you know how it be (laughs) over here (laughs) you know no i definitely i i hadn't seen um i don't know nudity in movies this was probably one of my first nudity in movies was it was she nude at any point did i look away momentarily yeah Mm. yeah she offers herself to the mariner Ah, yeah. That, that did. I don't clothes. know. I Back then, I wasn't even really... I was just like, whoa. You what's were happening? Just, you Again, were just for the first time self, self-aware. self I was a sponge, you know? I was yeah. a sponge that had just gone online because that's a thing. You know? Yeah, um, so, Jean Triplehorn. Yeah, yeah she's, name. she's still around, right? You know, I, I more... Um, the kid grew up to be in Napoleon Dynamite, right? She was the yes, yeah, yeah. She's yes, also a prolific true. actress. Uh, definitely, I remember up in, growing in, up with her. When she popped, oh yeah, uh, Andre the Seal or something. She was in as well. Mm-hmm. Classic. I think that was a '97 Academy Award nominee for Best Picture. <laughs> Andre the Seal <laughs> might have won, but I don't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, definitely that that girl. She was in a bunch of movies growing up that I remember. Jean Triplehorn, getting me, honestly. <laughs> uh, out of being the like, how many women are in the movie total? Even in like the barge, I think they're the only women. <laughs> well, there's the old lady that they um, scrape into the muck. You know, the, <laughs> the dead lady that they scrape into the muck. What's going on with that? Brief, yeah, very quickly, right? She had gills too, right? Or no, I think she was just dead, maybe. Yeah, I and think that's she how did. they they buried they buried their dead. Mm. Who can blame them? Let's leave them here in this pit of gross stuff instead of in the ocean. Where yeah, they, what was the there's deal? There's a like, lot of ocean, guys. 
they said they were recycling them or something to that degree, but then they never showed, like, do they use that on their plants or or what? Or they just drown um, well, some mutants seeds in it. planted that were not developed fully. Yeah, yep, yep. Even um, the gills. But yeah, definitely not definitely not a lot of um, ladies in this movie. Even in their little airship, at the end there weren't mm-hmm. many. There's that handsome guy with like the hair parted in the middle. Mm. He was cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rad dude. I like him. I was watching the I was watching the uh, movie and Jay pa- passed by. My husband passed by and he was like. Oh yeah, Waterworld. Look, everything they're shooting on long lenses, so it's so uh, impersonal. He's like because they couldn't get close to any of the actors, so everything looks so distant. Like even if it's up close up, it's like you know telephoto lens. So like there's no intimacy in this movie. So that was his judgment, and then he kept walking. I get those. Oh, interesting, interesting take though, and like Mm -hmm. a creative decision out of necessity I'm sure because mm-hmm. the the way they shot either on the ocean or on those the the tank in the float tank yeah I did think there were some great real shots like the boat going in front of the moon and sun I'm assuming that those were real right and they must have had to build that boat to some degree build that moon yeah I'm sure they did as a you know a set even on the tank and all the ship mm-hmm. stuff, I think, is thrilling and exciting and, and awesome. Anything where he's, like, piloting it or sailing it, rather. Piloting it. What's going on here, guys? But he's sailing it and the chases. All that stuff is great. It might be more so when there's hand-to-hand combat and, like, his final siege of the barge and stuff, which is the Exxon Valdez yes. uh, tanker. And you're what like, a- are you trying to say something here with like prominently showing the logo as it sinks? Cause I don't think yeah. you're saying it. There, there was one or two moments where they got their message in a little bit. Like, you know, the ancients made the, like there's a line, the ancients made these mistakes and that's why we're like this. Like I was, I was keyed into that. Um, this time, I was also going to say, um, I don't know. I feel very keyed into it. It's fucking <laughs> hot out, y'all. We did it. We <laughs> fucked up. I was going to ask if you, either of you have seen the, the stunt spectacular at Universal Studios. Oh, I'm so glad you brought it up because... Tell me everything. Th- Tell me everything. Even before watching the movie, uh, re-watching it for this podcast, you know, I was thinking about it and I thought, you know what pisses me off is that People say Los Angeles doesn't have good theater when the best theater show in the world it's happens so four times a day. <laughs> I mean, they 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 turned it out. They they built an atoll. You know, that's a word we all know now. And uh, mm-hmm. they crash it. It was a waterfall. It was a waterfall like seven months ago. Go ahead. And they really? Oh, yeah. I missed that one. Oh, it was great. Damn it. My biggest regret. Um, They crash a plane very near the audience in the stunt show. You get a little wet. They spray you with a hose. It's great. Yeah, it's an incredible show. It's, I don't know how those people do that. Like that is such a, you're the top of the top. If you're acting in that show. It's so Mm -hmm. cool. And you get a little bit of those, those moments throughout the movie. Like, running around the atoll when he's trying to jump back onto his boat and then at the end when he st- shoots the plane with his crossbow and hooks down into it and that's another time when he puts the little girl in danger he just crashes the plane that she's in and she's okay thankfully i guess yeah. resilient little biatch am i right yeah she's fiery I think the action is pretty good overall. Like, even, you know, I, I get bored by, like, really over-the-top 90s movies kind of action, but it was still interesting to watch because you just said, dude, that's a lot of fucking practical effect going on. Like, it's it's so much hard work there. Like, and you're doing it where? Like, possibly partially on the water? True. Ew. Yeah, yeah, some of insane. it. It's pretty yeah. incredible. 
and and then what they said that uh, the director walked away and Kevin Costner finished directing himself and the director to that said well good sounds like he was working with his favorite director and his favorite actor mm -hmm. I think that's Ouch. got him the postman not to be mixed with paper the direct <laughs> not <laughs> totally paper. different guys different the interests paper guy. um <laughs> But why Different hobbies. When he cut the girl's hair. Yes. Are we like it's so upsetting? What? It feels almost like it happened because like the little girl actress in real life like cut her hair the night before on accident as being a dumb kid and then they're like, Well fuck, let's just have a scene where <laughs> like it I felt so like happened. why did he so specifically do this? You yeah, know, is that so that they could have that shot where it's like, whoa, he's just like yeah. slashing her with his knife? No blood, reveal it's only the hair, y'all. I thought it was a homoerotic thing, like messaging, because he denies sex so many times in the movie, which we later learn is because of his code, you know? Yes. But yep. then you see him cut both girls' hair to be more masculine, and then he has sex with girl are we Which doing girl? some sort of coding the gene triple horn <laughs> okay yeah so it's like is don't, there don't, some don't, sort of coding? don't rewrite history yeah. please that's not a movie that is allowed but that's, uh, that's in the head uh, of the paper man uh, in his sick twisted mind but yeah i was thinking um that uh he gave them karen haircut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the origin of Karen haircut. That would Maybe be this if this movie was made now. He'd be like, "You two are being Karens. I'm gonna make it." And then everyone would clap. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> this good. toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's so well. Yeah, he's definitely like. Yeah, he is, it's hard to imagine why would the why would Triple Horn like her character would really be so in love with him? I guess because there's no one else. Yeah, you're out okay. there on a boat. You're yeah. probably gonna mm -hmm. die. You're just like, you know what? I'll lie to myself here. Mm -hmm. Sort of a cabin fever, um, sort of. Joss Whedon, right? Oh, that's cabin in the woods. Different cabin. Yes. Sorry. Got my cabins mixed up, you know. Um, I, in general, like to me when I was watching it, I was like, there's so many opportunities for me. This. And probably, obviously, that's not what they wanted to do. But I would have liked this version of this movie where it's a lot grittier than it is. Like, where you really get to see what it's like to... Like, whatever the fuck they're eating, right? Like, a little fish here and there and some dirt. Like, what does that does to a human body? Like, what does it start looking like? Like, and you're both horror writers, so I'm not. But it's interesting how you feel about it. But I'm like, I'm, interesting in, I'm interested in the world specifics that were sort of, you know massage to make it family yeah. friendly because it is so unquote. dark like the material is dark in a lot of ways but also it has that adventure family film vibe to it which i think yeah. is ultimately it's failing in like guy drinking his piss trying to kill a yeah. girl twice uh trying to sell a girl off like and the unhappy ending or it unresolved really, ending it really could have gone full family or or darker and and why is he the only one who has mutated yeah. that we see like I want to know that'd be cool and if there were just various mutated people yeah like I feel like they they just planted those seeds that I'm interested in and never want to you know went to explore it because I'm at the same time like as we speak I'm not as we speak but as we speak I am listening to The Road uh, mm -hmm. you know the Viggo Mortensen, whatever movie from 2010, because uh, the writer recently died, and I was like, that's a cool, first of all, it's a fucking crazy book, because the guy, the way he's like writer's voice is is like like a Hemingway or something, like some old school like writer from like 100 years ago, 
But the shit he's writing is about is like the grittiest apocalyptic, like disturbing stuff. So this clash is very interesting of like how those things like creates very interesting tone. And so I'm like, this guy is taking like in the book, in the audiobook, he's taking so much advantage of just like how for real the world would be fucked up if mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. was disseminated. The fucking cannibals who are like raping people after they eat them and vice versa and just like, oh my God, and the children are just being like, you know, enslaved. I'm like, yes, that's how it would be. And so I want to see this was like the water a world, the water world being like that, man. Like I want to be like water world super fucked up. Yeah, like this was a more sanitized dystopia if that's a that's a thing yeah. yeah while still retaining so much grit too like too much grit for the for the, the nine-year-old the for the nine-year-old in all of us yeah yeah but but i think that's also what attracted people like you and me peter as young men watching it is like oh it's kind of dipping our toe into this stuff and at the same time i was watching movies i was renting that were way worse i mean as far as what was happening in those movies so human centipede before it came out <laughs> before it was made I was drawing pictures like that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Really, really enjoy it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, I wonder if this is the time to go to the ratings and express our feelings about it even further on the personal level. Well, How do the ratings work, Joe? They work like this. We're going to rate Waterworld on a scale of 0 to mm. 10 using something else as the basis of our scale so that something else could be something like water. Water is great. It's hydrating. It's a 10. We need it. And this movie's a 6 out of 10 because it's not hydrating, but it's great. Or you could choose another movie and say, hey, Citizen Kane is only a 3 out of 10. It's not as good as people say, and Waterworld is a 10 out of 10 because that's water. And if that doesn't make sense, don't worry. Sasha and I will go first. I'll go first because I just started this, I feel like, this topic. So... I don't not, I can't remember well. I remember liking a lot the road, but I can't remember it enough to compare it to the movie. Waterworld. So I'm yeah, so I'm gonna take the audiobook that I've listened to, which is a total ten. Like it's so fucked up, man. I'm like re-listening it all over, like every chapter. Because I fall asleep with it on purpose. It's part of my how to fall asleep quickly thing. Listen to a horror thing and fall asleep. Um so that's a ten out of ten. Waterworld, you know, I was worried that it would be a drag to watch, and you know, you know, I I don't like it to me like it's like a Braveheart or any of those movies. I'm not into that, but it was surprisingly entertaining. Like I was like, yeah, it was good. Seven point five. Wow. wow, so you liked it? I'm. Yeah, I'm, I liked it. That's so exciting. I'm not totally surprised because I, you know, it is what it is. But it's uh, it's nice that you liked it. I liked it. What about you, Joe? All right, so I will rate this against, uh, you know, movies-ish of the time that when I was young just coveted and thought were really cool. What a time. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. Let's put it out there. Uh, Probably one of my favorite movies. It's got everything. It's got action, adventure, sexuality, Mm. fun, great characters. John Carpenter at his best, 10 out of 10. And that's really unfair to rate anything against Big Trouble okay. in Little China. Uh, and maybe if before I had rewatched it, I would have given a different number for Waterworld. Oh, a different rating. Based on the memory. But having rewatched it with fresh and critical eyes. Critical. Extra critical. It's solid. It's really good. Oof. It deserves its place in some... I, if it's in your Mount Rushmore of movies of that era, I'm not mad at it. It is legitimate. And this is coming from someone who also likes a lot of movies that are really fun and beloved, but aren't necessarily, like, good. I think this one, despite its faults, is really good. Uh, not great, I don't think. But really good. I do think it's kind of weird how what even is the story (laughs) and, like, the thrust is just them being together and sort of on the run, but they don't even think they're on the run most of the time. It shouldn't work, but it does. Uh, So I'm going to give it a 7. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm so excited. (laughs) But it's about the scale. Yeah. 
It doesn't it's, matter. It's all about the scale. Yes. The scale is weird. The scales of your scale weird. is different than mine. That's There's the, no scale alike. There's no two scales alike. Yeah. None. Except maybe no. on two Most snakes that are twins. Mm. <laughs> Most importantly, Peter, what about you? No two webbed feet that are alike. <laughs> oh, oh the, and the awful prosthetic webbed feet. Right, uh, one more oh. thing, and then I'll give my rating. But no, um, yeah. something that just is really ba- They just narrowly escape the smokers, and that's right when the Mariner's like, you want to see the city? I'll show you the city. And then they dive down, you know, allowing the smokers to come and yeah, yeah. take the girl. Like, what? Okay. Yeah, at that point, yeah. they know for sure they're being attacked. They're like, yeah, yeah they won't find us. They're like, look, we got to do the thing where we're going to show you the yeah. thing. And then we'll come back to the story. It's yeah. so dumb. It's not even like, hey, they won't, from the sideline, they won't be here for another hour. So we have 45 minutes. And then no. they get stuck down there. Yeah. And there's tension. No, it's just like, we're idiots. <laughs> Lazy screenwriting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my scale in, uh, in Worlds of Water, my scale is um, going versus Avatar Yes, we were waiting for you to talk about Avatar 2. The Way of Water. And, um, you know, maybe if Avatar 2, The Way of Water, came out when I was but a young lad and I was seeing those vistas before mine eyes when I was, you know, a sponge, I would feel the reverse way about this. Osmosis. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm going to say on a scale of 1 to 10... Where Avatar 2 is a 2. Water Whoa. world. The titular water world. Perfect 10. Wow, crazy. <laughs> a 2 for Avatar a Way two? of Water? James, are you listening? And look, I'm bringing baggage to that. It's, it wasn't my jam, um, but water world just hit me in that moment. It swallowed you. It did. Like, a like salty that. swallow. Like the bad CGI creature that you see for one second in Waterworld almost swallowed, or did swallow, the Mariner. And then he shot yeah. the double-edged yeah, yeah. spear gun and busted Peter, out. Can you tell us how you feel about the way of water? Oh, no, sorry, not the way of water. What's the other one? The water monster who is living in the tub. That's another water man with gills. Sorry. Oh, the shape of water? Oh, yeah. Shape. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, hey, that's that's a solid six or seven. That's up there. That's good. I like that more than Avatar. Okay. <laughs> it's edging on Waterworld. <laughs> we're, we're putting a lot of water things on the scale. I love it. Yeah, Shape splash, of Water, Waterworld. I don't want to rob you of a controversial opinion on Avatar Way of Water. So any final thoughts you want to give on that movie? On Avatar 2? Yeah. I think, um, I mean... I don't know. I, I don't play a lot of video games, and it just seemed like a, a big video game. I, di- I didn't love the first one either, but I thought the first one was more watchable than the second one. But I know people really love it and enjoy Pandora, and that's their jam. That's cool. I like just, I like the yeah. melted ice caps water world more, yeah, yeah, than, more yeah. than that. So it was just like a long ass like act two fun and games where they're all just running about it was like a little too long for you, right? On Avatar 2? I, I, yeah. I didn't even break it down that much. I don't know. It's just like a series of them. Well, it's a, a long movie, time. so yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's some stretch there. Um, but I think it really is because it sounds like Waterworld is so high up there. Yeah, so it took all the, all the love in your heart. All the juice. Sure, yeah. I had, all the juice. I had nothing left for the Padakin? Padawan? What was the big whale in that? Tilikum or mm. Palicum, something like that. I don't know. Tili- no, Tilikum was actually the bull killer whale from uh, the, uh, what's that theme park? SeaWorld or whatever. <laughs> Shamu. Uh, yeah, it- SeaWorld? Stop talking about SeaWorld. <laughs> but he was that, and it, he was the one that they used the sperm for the other whales, so hey. it was really fun that, funny that his name was Tilikum. <laughs> And he, they used his cum. To me, I found that very comforting when I lay my head down on my pillow at night. I don't want to know I love that anything for you. else you, you do about with your pillow. Am I crazy night? to think that's interesting that his name was Tillicum and they used his cum? It's, a, it's an observation of, of your... 
If his I name know, was Philip, would we don't care? Have reference for what you're talking about. I know SeaWorld and I know Shamu, but I don't know this. No, oh, but I know later, the I would never say it. I would never say know this C-word. gentleman whale you're talking there about. There was Tilikum later. People don't know <laughs> Tilikum. They know Shamu, but Tilikum was the breeder. Anyways. Save your sea words for. Can I do an episode about Tilikum? <laughs> yeah, I think you need Peter, to. Peter, do you want to co-host, be a guest co-host for a Tilikum sure, episode? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look I'm into down. it. I yeah. literally, I literally am into this. Please book it now. Peter, thank you so much for coming on. Shut up, I love it. Uh, getting, you know, if one thing you did right in this world. I don't know what else you did with your life. It's uh, to introduce me to Waterworld, as you said in the beginning. Thank you. Oh my okay. goodness. I'm so excited that you guys were at least into it at all. Super. Oh, yeah, I was excited when uh, you brought this up as a topic. I said, okay, it is time to rewatch it. Is it is time. It is time. You know when it's time. Joe, how many times have you seen it, by the way? I never asked you. I couldn't even say. Because it, it, it was one of those ones where sleepover with friends, ah. you know, you would put this on, you would watch it, you know. If it's on HBO, you would you would watch at least a little bit of it so definitely watched That's it amazing. a lot not in the last 10 years but uh, those were tough years, <laughs> were tough years. Um, Peter would you like to plug anything what's going on with you yeah you know um, I have a podcast of my own where me and my co-host are watching the Vampire Diaries television show um, my co-host is a super fan. I've never seen the show, you know, until oh, I so until funny. I watch it, of course. And then we discuss yeah. it. I make predictions on what may happen. I got a couple. Yeah. I got a couple right every once in a while. Um, so that's called the Vam PD Diaries. <laughs> we watch the Vampire Diaries. It's the Vam PD Diaries. Um, so check that out and. Uh, High Dive pu- at High Dive Publishing on Instagram is where you can learn about the Happenstances series and the horror books that Joe has stories in and just everything else that I'm working on and writing. Amazing. And we'll drop those links into the description oh, of yeah. today's episode. Joe, what's up? A couple things. You've been hearing about my animated series, Robot Guy Teen Team. Still getting worked on. It will be out soon. We will let you know. So go to JoeCabello.com. I recently added some info about the series uh, on the homepage. And you can sign up for email updates. And we might even have some other projects like my novella coming out this year soon. So I don't mean to tease too much, but it is coming. I feel teased. Um, And yeah, I think there's a new class on ScriptonIvy.com. Starts in September. Take your pilot idea from idea that's right i said it to a full first draft in just a few weeks thank you elizabeth salute for the artwork thank you mr owl for this awesome track and thank you for listening 